Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio by Rashpixel.fm, the podcast that shows do-gooders, nonprofits, and businesses how to build win-win partnerships that raise money and change the world. This podcast is brought to you by the Cause Marketing Forum and Selfish Giving. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at CauseUpdate.com and SelfishGiving.com. Now on to today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Joe Waters, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Cause Talk Radio. And on the line with me, of course, is Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. Hello. How's it going? It is excellent. You want to know why, why? it's going so why? excellently today? Because, well, you know our friends at Public, right? Yeah. Phil and Paul and Martha, all those great people. They had a very cool award called the Cause Marketing Innovation Award. Did we win it? Well, I'm sure you were in contention, but you got beat out. <laughs> Because this camp, this award honors campaigns where social or community impact was integrated as a way to drive business results. And today we get to talk to the winner. Wow. So, so this, this guy, Brian Kuhn, Senior Director of Marketing at Goodwill Industries International, he's the winner? The winner. Oh, my God. Well, Ryan, Goodwill, this, Goodwill's the winner. Ryan, this is incredible. <laughs> I thought we were on because uh, Goodwill is where I buy all of Megan's birthday presents. <laughs> Because she is so cause focused, Ryan. I love Goodwill. Yeah, I ha- well, I we get- love hearing that too. That's right. And you know what's another thing? Good, great thing about Goodwill, Ryan. It was founded right here in Boston. Absolutely. That's right. Oh. See, yeah. But you guys aren't looking. Center local- of the universe. So, but your your international office is in Maryland, right? That's correct. We're in Rockville, Maryland, just north of DC. Gee, what happened there? You guys should be in Boston. We got to bring you back. You know, that's where our roots are. But yeah. you know, outside of DC, we can we can get more things done. Ah, very good. Yeah, you're probably the only one outside DC getting anything done, right? <laughs> <laughs> that, that might be true. That was a good one, though. <laughs> Thanks. So, Ryan, one of the things, in addition to your illustrious, I hope you are wearing a celebratory sash right now. He has a crown. Yeah, and, and you have a crown on and stuff like that. And of course, this wasn't even though you did. I'm sure most of the work around this award i'm sure you're celebrating this with all your colleagues too oh absolutely and the the truth of the matter is it's it's always a team effort and a lot and all of the credit pretty much goes to the team but i am happy to wear the sash (laughs) and i bet it looks lovely on you (laughs) oh absolutely megan this is where i regret not having a video show <laughs> right? So we can actually see people now. Totally now, Ryan. What we're going to talk to you about, though, is I mean, one of the fantastic programs Goodwill has been doing, with I've been tracking for a bit bit of time now, is this partnership that you've had with Uber. And I have to admit, I have a selfish reason for having you on because I have this idea that we could do with Uber. It's called Cause Marketers and Cause. <laughs> and the whole idea with it, Ryan, is that we do these interviews while people are in an Uber. What do you think of that? Oh. Now, Carol Cohn, the mother of cause marketing, say, she actually that, did an interview with us in her, her Uber. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a derivation of like taxi cab confessions, is it? That's right. That's right. Well, comedians are cause, <laughs> right? Uh, but Megan, we, I mean, I think we're on to something here. And it's totally. obvious that Ryan has some serious connections to Uber. Totally. You know? I mean, incredible. So, so Ryan, tell us about uh, this program that you've done. You've done it multiple times with Uber. And did I see that you guys have collected like 250,000 tons of clothes or something like that from this program that had Uber drivers picking up collections from people? That's right. And actually, one of the most remarkable things about that is that took place in a single day. Wow, oh my that's gosh. incredible. That's good. And this was, you know, I had seen this too, Ryan. Tell us about that 
there were city locations originally for this. One of them was Boston, too. Um, but then you did a national program with them. Tell us about that. Yeah, we actually, uh, you know, it, it all started out with a local connection between uh, Uber and the Goodwill organization in New York. And it was it was great because, you know, there was a lot of connection there and we were able to test out all of the uh, uh, of the elements of, of something like this. And it just, you know, there was, it was, had such great results and so much potential that, you know, we scaled it up to a, to a three city tour and then ultimately uh, to a 50 city one day uh, national campaign. So I'm curious to know how Uber promoted this. So basically what happened, and, and I'm kind of referencing the campaign from last spring, but I'm sure this is how it happens. Generally, people uh, have their Uber app open and they can click on something that says Goodwill or donate your clothing to Goodwill and schedule a pickup. Is that how it works? That's exactly it. That uh, There was a, a little bit of uh, pre-promotion through the actual app, and that was one of the keys to the success of this is actually mm. you know, pushing it out through the yeah. technology that people were already using That's right. to do yep. a, a slightly different behavior and put that right out there, that opportunity to donate front and center for people in the Uber app. So were they just they just led up to the the actual day and they said, oh, are you doing spring cleaning? Mm-hmm. Use Uber and we'll donate to Goodwill. That's what they did. It, exactly. And, and you know, the program I and mean, we, we know that people are constantly collecting donations in their house. So they're already putting stuff aside yep. uh, periodically as they clean out their closets. But, you know, what sometimes people need is that real catalyst to to, to yep. get it out of their house and into the donation center. And that's what this did. It took what they are already doing and gave them a, a sense of urgency, immediacy to get it out of their house mm-hmm. easy and to a, to a goodwill. You know, Ryan, one thing I was is interested about the logistics of the program is could people that were say that if I was ordering, you know, or, you know, you know, using the app to to hire an Uber from my house, could I actually bring my stuff with me into the car <laughs> and say, hey, this is stuff that I'm donating? Or was it just I wear I, it all? That's right. Yeah. Just it. wear, you know, just have like get in the car with like six bags or something <laughs> like that. But I think I saw that that it was Uber SUVs that were actually picking up the donations. Yeah, because when people when people donate to Goodwill, they tend to donate more than just like a couple things. They, they tend to load yeah. up bags and boxes, and, and it takes some serious trunk space sometimes, uh, even even our, our donors in urban cities. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you know, people uh, were more than happy for people to bring those with them in an Uber, and I'm sure Uber's happy to drive them there. But in this case, it just made it super easy because they could just push a button and get that donation straight to goodwill without any any fuss whatsoever you've decided to continue this campaign right so was it the the first time that you did this was so there was the pilot in new york then you rolled it out nationally in 2015 is that correct correct and And you continue to do this with you with uber absolutely i mean that's one of the nice things about uh about uber as a company is that they're very dynamic fast moving and they they always have their eye out for you know what are they going to do next and and at Goodwill, we do too. And so um, after after that national campaign, um, we definitely focused on on helping the local Ubers connect with local Goodwill organizations and do this as the, the times aligned and the need aligned uh, in all those local markets. But we did do a uh, a more recent drive where we really focused around uh, e-waste, which is you know used computers and electronics and things like that that Ooh. are accumulating. In partnership, stop by my house, Ryan. When's that happening again? I gotta. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and that's exactly it. I mean, it's the same kind of thing. People tend to stockpile these old computers and don't know what to do with them. So, working with Uber and Dell through the Dell Reconnect program, uh, we went back into New York City and you know sent Ubers out to pick up people's old electronics. 
Hmm. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Bring that to Portland too. I know I because you know, it's, it, you know what I kind of thought it was, it's more complicated than you think to get rid it is of complicated. those types of things. Like you're not supposed to throw them in the trash and you know, you yeah. got to bring them to the, you know, the, the you got to wipe your data. That's right. You got to wipe your data and all these different things and stuff like that. So, so what was, what was the original, like the original impetus for the idea, was it that Uber contacted you or you contacted Uber? You know, I believe it was an outreach by Uber to that New York goodwill. And then once again, you know, the minute that uh, that we all, everyone heard about it, it, we knew we had to do something bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that initial outreach came from the that entrepreneurial spirit of, of the local goodwill or the local uh, Ubers. Yeah. And then just grew from there. I love how you talked about a culture of innovation and being flexible and nimble because so many legacy nonprofits are not. Um, We had Michael Meyer from Goodwill speak at Cos Marketing Forum this year, and he really talked about that's what his whole remarks were about. We're just about this culture of innovation. So kudos to you guys for embracing that spirit because it's hard sometimes, I think, when you're in these these giant organizations to look at things and like this and say, yeah, absolutely. Let's do it and jump in quickly enough. So it doesn't go away. So when the, so when people, uh, when the drivers picked up the Uber donations, did they bring them to the closest store? Uh, yeah, we had it all set up so that we had central kind of drop off points for the Ubers to make it nice and, uh, organized for them. And, you know, based upon where they were picking it up, they knew exactly where to go. I mean, once again, we're, we're in a, in a technology rich time and, mm-hmm. you know, mapping real time mapping people to the right places was was actually pretty easy given you know all the technology that uber brought to the mix i know that's incredible i mean that's what you know megan and i love when we see this too this these mobile applications too that are so powerful and like you said earlier ryan the real power of this too is the uber app is something that people are using all the time and mm-hmm. you know the biggest thing i it, it cracks me up too because i get these calls and well-meaning people and they develop their own app and they want to do something with it, mm-hmm. but it's like, how do you get people to use it? Like, for example, if you created, and I'm, you probably have this, your own Goodwill app. People can go on there. They can see the closest location. But to actually get people to use that mm-hmm. is another thing. But with something that they're using every day, like the Uber app, it makes complete sense. Well, that's exactly it. And I mean, that's, I mean, it's kind of like one of the central tenets that we have here around how we partner, which is to really leverage the strengths of our partners and vice versa, provide them with what we're strong at. And in this case, it was absolutely that. I mean, they had a, a, a young and, uh, and technology savvy uh, consumer base. And so, you know, tapping into them, it didn't make sense to try to do it through our own channels. It made perfect sense to leverage what Uber already has and, and that, that constant communication with them. Mm. Did you get any data on the type of people that were donating? I, I can I can probably speak a little broadly about it, but uh, you know our core demographic tends to be you know maybe uh, women age thirty five to forty five, which is a great demographic. We love we love that demographic. It's me. But, it's yep, me. that's Megan. Yeah, <laughs> I mean you know. Well, so. and, and that and and it makes sense because it's more than a demographic. It's really it's it's a lifestyle. I mean that's a certain time and and when when people are in that place where. They have things and they, they need to donate them and they we love we love that support. But, you know, we're always looking to um, to build out and and expand our, our mission awareness and, and engage with people that are going to be moving into that space. And that's exactly what Uber was able to deliver to us, which is, mm-hmm. you know, people in the ages of, you know, 18 to 25 and 25 to 35 
uh, so that we could really, you know, in some cases, begin that conversation between Goodwill and, and our future uh, mainstream donors. Well, you know, what's good What's good about the app too, Megan, though, is it, it gives goodwill exposure too, you know, in the sense like maybe you're a millennial or someone younger and, you know, maybe even Gen Z and, you know, it pops up on your phone when you take an Uber and stuff, but you still note the fact that, oh, they're doing a pro- partnership with goodwill. Exactly. That's great. You yeah, know, so yeah. I think there's a big carryover effect. I mean, obviously something that wasn't measured, but uh, something that's in- interesting. I, I can only imagine how, mu- how often that goodwill uh, opportunity was displayed people. Hey, Ryan, I'm hoping you can talk a little bit about the Uber side of it. So you're talking about how they're delivering a younger demographic with the goodwill messaging. What about the Uber side of things? What do you think they're getting out of this partnership? You know, I, I, I'm, I'm thrilled that you asked that specific question because that was actually one of the big takeaways from this, which was, you know, once again, a, you know, any relationship like this has to really be symbiotic. It can't just be about a, a corporate entity coming in and and supporting a nonprofit because it's the right thing to do. I mean, it is the right thing to do, and and that's often the way that our partners come uh, into these relationships. But at the end of the day, you know, we want to help connect them with people that that can help build their business and mm-hmm. that can also also. Um, you know, I guess, benefit from their services. And, and that is something that we did see. I mean, going into the relationship, Uber didn't have specific goals around, you know, building their, their, uh, their base. But, you know, we are very interested in pushing this out there and doing that. And that's exactly what we saw. They were actually surprised to see that at the same time that we were tapping into their core base, they were seeing app downloads from what falls within our core base, uh, women ages 35 oh, to 45. And so right. they were able to actually build out their app downloads from this. That's cool. That's fantastic. Well, and it's nice to have that measurable feedback loop so that they can see and be like, oh, oh, okay, this actually is good for business too. And that was yeah. that was part of the innovation award too, was making sure that there was a business benefit because mm-hmm. Joe... We talk to people all day long, yes, right? Do, and half yep. the time they're like, oh, it's just because we are so good and so yeah, awesome and so right. nice. We're yeah. really nice people. That's why <laughs> that's we right. do this, that's which is right. great until you get the budget cuts happening or mm-hmm. wanting to refund programs. If there's no business case, forget it. And I think, too, you know, the fact that this was a mobile program, I think that it's so in line with the Uber's business, too. I think it makes a lot of sense. You know, it's like not mm-hmm. a stretch year. And, you know, look at the results, right? Look how much was collected. And what's good, too, is Goodwill has such an incredible organizational structure in place to process this stuff. So it wasn't like, mm-hmm. you know, you're doing collections and it ends up somewhere and someone's like, what do we do with all that stuff? <laughs> Which, you know, happens to a lot of nonprofits, right? They it's- get all this stuff and it's like, you know, what do we do with this stuff? And I also saw, Ryan, that uh, you folks were collecting donations as part of the program too. Did you? Uh, are you able to disclose how much money was raised? Um, you know, I don't actually have that on hand. I mean, you know, our focus uh, because of our, you know, how we we actually fund all of our mission services uh, through you know selling donated goods. I mean, our our eye is always on getting uh, donated goods from people. So. You know, I, we we saw some incremental growth, mm-hmm. and um, you know, of course, you know, Uber is a great partner, and uh, you know, contributed to Goodwill as well. So right. there was, it was great to have that financial that boost through the program, but really, it was about the 
the donations that came in in that day. Yeah. Well, that's what I think too. I mean, you know, to have a full program, I think you have to add the donation component because you're always mm-hmm. going to capture some dollars that way. But that being said, the eye is really on collections and in that place you really mm-hmm. excelled. Absolutely. And, and, and another aspect of that programming that, you know, we saw it, this is an all digital uh, campaign and with a digital company, uh, we saw four times the amount of uh, media attention and and visibility with this campaign that we see with a with an average calls partnership. So I mean, I don't oh, want to I don't want to shortchange the 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 brand implications here because aligning a brand like Goodwill with a brand like Uber it just helps take us into that kind of contemporary yeah. mindset. Have you changed knowing that with that as a backdrop, have you changed the way you're approaching branding or other corporate partnerships because of that? I think that working with Uber has reinforced some of our kind of core tenants, which are, you know, make sure that we focus on the the KPIs that uh, that our partners have, you know, that are important to them. And uh, and really, you know, looking to leverage the the real assets and strengths that they bring to the table. So, I mean, it, it's something that we've done before, but it's something that this partnership really uh, exemplified. Where is this partnership going from here? Like as you're looking to continue it, to keep it fresh and new, where is it going from here? You know, honestly, uh, I think the sky's the limit. I, I there, There's so much innovation going on here. I think you should really develop a partnership now with SpaceX. And <laughs> There you go. You know, and you know what you can do? All the stuff you don't want, you can put it on a SpaceX rocket, and it will either blow up on the launch pad, and you'll get rid of it, or you can send it into space. What do you think of that idea? I'm certain that's not what Goodwill does with their things that do not work Megan, this is the, you know, we think of the most innovative things here. Uh, that's yeah. one word for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and and I think that we need to be first in line to have the first donation center on the moon. So, on the moon. I like that. Absolutely. Sure. I like that. Why stop I'm at the sh- moon? Why not Mars? <laughs> you know? Ah, that's a good question. <laughs> hey, you know, you know who I'm talking uh, – Megan, I think we're, ne- we're talking to the next Elon Musk of the nonprofit space. Absolutely. <laughs> what do you think, Ryan, huh? Huh? You know, uh, that's uh, I, I I think that's spot on. Yeah. And the sash could be the sash and the crown could be like your signature thing. That's what right. I like that. I like that. There you, you know, go, Ryan. Something I wanted to bring up during this conversation too is I had a nice little setup near my house where I had this huge Goodwill truck down uh, the street. Oh, from I have my one house. of those. It was an eighteen wheeler, and you know, they used to just brought you know they they drop it off and then when they filled it up they'd bring it out and it was right near my local starbucks and i went down there two weeks ago ryan and it's gone and i just wanted to see if maybe you could look into it well i i think offline you should you should let me know the address that location and i will be happy to uh to look into i i actually think i know why i think it's because they're going to do some building on that site uh-huh. And they probably moved or something like that. But it was the best. The nicest people used to work there. And it was busy too, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you'd go down there and there'd be like a line of cars, people dropping off stuff. Maybe I your mean, driveway, Joe. I you know. Can, I know. They probably, you, you know what they, they probably did? They probably address. like got sick of getting all my stuff. They so, never get sick. I know. It was like filling it up and stuff. But I was able to swing by there, Ryan, drop off my stuff and then go right to Starbucks. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. It was a perfect combination. Yeah. So, well, convenience is still one of the, biggest uh yep. biggest 
focuses that we have. So, yeah. you know, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll look into that and see how we can get something That's, even closer. I, I appreciate it. Well, you know, it's amazing, too, just the competition now among collection services. I mean, I get, yeah. I get half a dozen flyers every month from people collecting on our street. I mean, you know, and it figures mm-hmm. none of them collect the stuff I really need to get rid of, which is TVs, computer monitors, you know, all batteries, <laughs> all that other stuff. So those know? are tough. I know, I know. So those are tough to process, and and they're and they're tough to uh, to recycle responsibly without actually paying money to do it. So I mean, it's, mm. it's one of the advantages of you know goodwill is that you know the size and the scope and our, our commitment to uh, to you know not only our mission but to you know sustainability on our planet is that, you know, we, we look to be that one uh, resource. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest things that we, we always try to share is, you know, okay, so this partnership in particular, I mean, especially the fact that it took place over one day, it was very, it was built around a sense of immediacy and it, and it performed so well. We talked about 250,000 pounds of goods. It's really, you know, though, at the end of the day, what that translates into and, you know, for us, that those 250,000 pounds of donated goods translated into more than 361,000 hours of job training and career placement for all the people that Goodwill supports in our program. So, mm-hmm. you know, I want people to, to, to really make that connection between, you know, this was a great operation and it, it went well. It was a great collaboration and execution. But at the end of the day, it made serious impact on communities across the country. That's fantastic. Well, thank you so much for sharing this partnership with us, Ryan. If people want to find out more about you and Goodwill and this partnership, how might they do that online? Well, I would say if they want to reach out to Goodwill, um, certainly go to our website, uh, goodwill.org. You can find all sorts of contact information, information about what we're doing. If people want to connect with me directly, uh, I am on LinkedIn, and I'm happy to uh, to connect with people. So linkedin.com slash in slash Ryan D. Kuhn all put together. Excellent. Excellent. And we will include that in the show notes. Joe, how about you? Where can people find you online uh, when people, you're not at Goodwill? I know books? when I'm not at Goodwill shopping and I have to get there early to shop for all your Christmas presents. So I get top selection, <laughs> you know, so that's, it's really important to me. And uh, people can find me online at Selfish Giving. Make sure to sign up for me, my email newsletter, get seven free um, cost marketing graphics that you can check out. Of course, you can find me minute to minute talking to Goodwill into Megan on Twitter at Joe Waters. And of course, check out all those cost marketing pins on Pinterest.com front slash Joe Waters. What about you, Megan? Where can people find you? I'm also on Twitter at Megan Strand and I tweet for the Cause Marketing Forum at TweetCMF. And you can find show notes for today's episode at CauseUpdate.com as well as SelfishGiving.com. And of course, we would be remiss if we did not remind you to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there in iTunes, leave us a review. We would love to hear what you think of this episode and future episodes you'd like to hear. And on behalf of Ryan and Joe and myself, I'd like to thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Cause Talk Radio, and we'll talk to you next time. 